It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Friday, June. July 22nd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is your last show for a bit here, isn't it, Shauna? Yeah, I'm taking a week off next week. What's up? Uh, going home to Toronto to visit my parents and my sister and niece and nephew are there and my brother-in-law. And so everybody's going to be up at the cabin and we're going to meet up there and hang out. So Are you spending the whole week at the cabin? Most of it. We're going to spend, I think, five days at the cabin and then the, the last couple of days in Toronto uh, going to a Blue Jays game. And I'm going to see the Harry Potter Broadway play that's Ooh. happening in Toronto, which I'm pretty <laughs> stoked for. Do you know which Jays game you're going to, who they're playing? Yeah, they're playing Detroit. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to go for the Saturday afternoon game. It's, it's the floppy hat giveaway day apparently i just found out so we might get a floppy hat yeah all right <laughs> floppy jay's hat well i hope you have a relaxing vacation i know the travel there is always a bit a bit stressful right but uh not normally this year it sure will be uh, with oh, everything having, going on in the airports yeah. now WestJet uh, threatening a strike and uh i'm, I'm flying uh, flare one of the discount airlines which mm-hmm. has also been having some issues so i actually gave myself an extra day to get home because there's a chance that i could be delayed a full day that's so. not a bad plan no nope. um on the show today we're going to talk about an unusual outfit spotted on brad pitt recently the hell's angels paternity leave a type of snobs that we haven't covered before talk a bit about spotify's features a type of dancing that's popular in alberta First, you're out of context clip of the show. You frig dancing. Yeah. You're just smashing into each other. It looks like, like you have a stain there. Can I rub with my ass? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My brother's working at this Ukrainian museum right now back home in Saskatchewan, and uh, he's cataloging some of their materials. Needless to say, there's been a spike in interest in Ukrainian heritage. Oh, As of totally, late. yeah. So I think the museum is busier than usual, and that's why he got hired on to help out. But they have him doing all kinds of stuff. For example, there was a big group of children that came in the other day, and he had to do story time. And uh, he didn't really want to do it. He's not doesn't like speaking in front of people. But nope. the other woman that he was working with, there's only two of them on, and she's like, I have a stutter if I read in front of people. So he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Oh, God. Uh, but the book he had to read was partially in English and partially in Ukrainian. And my brother not only speaks no Ukrainian, like we are oh my God. some of the few white folks in Saskatchewan that don't have any Ukrainian heritage. Holy crap. So <laughs> I think there was a bit of a butchering of the Ukrainian language. I cannot imagine. <laughs> so he's like partway oh, through the no. book and he realizes, oh no, some of these pages are in Ukrainian. And okay. He said the parents' chaperones were kind of tilting their heads looking just at him. Just sewered the guy. You just. <laughs> Straight sewered them. And to Read this, this book. Half of it's not in your language. Good luck. To make this even Holy weirder, crap. the book was written by the mom of one of my best friends. Okay. She's a she's an author, and she has this book series called Baba's Babushka. This is, that was the name of the book. The most Saskatchewan <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Is like this, this not like... The got, Ukrainian heritage, which there's a huge amount of it Saskatchewan now. But you have a guy up there who doesn't... He's not Ukrainian. Speaks oh no Ukrainian, God. reading a book in Ukrainian. He said, like, the kids were all so polite and quiet and everything, but at one point he told them, I'm not going to read this next page because I, I don't know what what these words are. That's so are. nice of those children because I probably would have just <laughs> laughed. The so, only thing that would make this story more Saskatchewan if there was a hot cousin involved, okay? Yeah. That's that's it. And someone let out a Go Riders yeah. in Go Ukrainian. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You know what I love about Alberta? Hmm. That everybody here knows how to two-step. 
Yeah, that is kind of cool, isn't it? it? Like when I first moved to the prairies, I, I was living in Regina at the time and I was at a bar and everybody was two-stepping and I had no idea how to do it. I never was taught because in Toronto, there were no country bars that I went to. There's some like just outside of Toronto, but none downtown. Did you have to take social dance in school? We took a dance unit in school, but it did not involve the two-step. No, it was just the waltz and the... I, hmm, wasn't even, what was it? The, I remember line dancing. Okay. But I don't remember anything else. Hmm. And even that, like, it was a very short-lived unit. I think we tried it a couple times, and that was it, moved on, <laughs> and I, I don't remember. But it's really cool because it's, it's a dance that everybody can do, even if you're not really a good dancer. Well, it seems like women are just born with the ability to two-step. Yeah. Like, I had to learn, and, even, and I don't even know if I would really remember. That's funny. Yeah. Because, like, just about everybody I know does it and will get up. And, like, at this wedding, everybody young and old was up and two-stepping. And I was just like, this is awesome. Because when I went anywhere, like, to a club when I was younger, yeah, you had to know how to grind up on people. And you, you can't do that if you're a bad dancer, per se. Whereas a two-step, it can be very basic. I mean, you can add to it and make it a lot more complicated. You can't grind if you're a bad dancer? You, I mean, you can, the, but you look like easiest, a massive idiot. It's not the easiest form of dancing. You just smash your stuff together. You smash your pistols together. No, <laughs> uh, that is that's it. It, but it looks bad, and people can tell if you're not good at it. I feel like I, I, I really, feel like a, I don't. I wouldn't do it if you aren't confident. It's like moving your hips around on a dance floor, and I guess maybe grinding is different. But even just like moving. On a dance floor oh. at a club, like you need to, you need to do it well, or else you look like a moron. To dance by myself at a club, yeah, it's just, it's just not happening. No, like, there's no way I'm doing it. Whereas, I suppose you're right. You grinding grind. is different. Yeah, that's what you do when you don't know how to dance. You're like, right. oh, let me just rub up on you here. Okay, it's let me. Kinda, you're frig dancing. Yeah. You're just smashing into each other. It looks like, like you have a stain there. Can I rub <laughs> with my ass? That's good. <laughs> Whereas, like, two-stepping, you're more exposed, and there's a partner that you have to, like, from a guy's perspective, lead. Yeah. And it seems like, because when you see a couple that can really two-step, it's awesome. That's different. It's so cool. But you can get away with the basic two-step. That's That's what I love about it. But it seems like every woman has the ability to uh, do the intense two-stepping, and it's just whether or not the guy can do it. I had to learn it. I remember at first, Cliff was like, no, would you stop trying to lead? Like, I'm uh, supposed to lead. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if you know this. But Let's grind. <laughs> I, can, I can do that. Everyone's two-stepping at the country bar, and there's Shauna bent in half, mm. grinding up against yeah. Cliff. <laughs> this is how we do it in Toronto. The BMS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Do you know what a Saturn return is, Shauna? No idea. No, I just learned about this recently. An Instagram friend posted about it. So... Roughly every 29 years, Saturn completes a revolution around the sun. That is the length of a year on Saturn is about 29 years. And in astrology, it means Saturn is back at the position that it was when you were born. Okay. So that is a time of great change in your life as Saturn exerts its influence on you. Oh. Um, It's described as the cosmic exit out of your current situation and into something more beautiful. Ooh. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. Okay. This friend was turning 27, so not quite a full Saturn return, not quite a full one. Okay. But according to what I read on this, the influence of Saturn can be felt starting in your late 20s. Mm. That is when it's coming back around and it's starting to exert its influence on you. So your life is going to change. Yes. And of course, this would then again repeat in your mid to late 50s as Saturn comes around once again. Mm-hmm. It's heavy stuff. It's, mm. it's big. I mean, I was reading this and thinking like, 
It couldn't possibly be that your late 20s are just naturally a transitory time when you start, you know, start a career, buy a house, get married, have kids, that sort of thing. Yeah, this this couldn't be that. Nope. Nah. It's definitely Saturn. It's Saturn. Same within your 50s. It's not like that's a transitory change in your life either. Like when your kids move out, you start looking at retirement and... Mm. Menopause for women. Menopause and, and, no, no, not that. It's no. Saturn coming back around. She's coming back around and pulling you along. Pulling. Okay, good. So I've I've passed. I've come and went. Yeah, my we Saturn missed our return. Saturn return. We Did missed you feel our twenty nine. I didn't. I didn't feel it. No, I didn't feel it either. No, yes, late fifties. We'll That's, wait for that to come back around. I'm gonna have to wait a few more years. <laughs> It'll pull us out of our current situation into something more beautiful. Oh, good. A, th- a thank you, Saturn. I'll wait for that. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I've realized something about myself recently. Um, I refuse to camp if there's no water nearby. And I don't mean drinking water, obviously. This is essential. But I mean, like, something to at least dip my toes into. You know? If there's no major river or lake close by, I'm not interested. Am I odd in thinking that way? No. No. I don't know if this is like the Ontarian in me because when we went camping and it was super hot, you needed a body of water just to cool yourself down, Mm -hmm. right? Like it was kind of a necessity, but I still hold that today. Like a friend of mine invited me camping and she was like, there's really no easy water to get to though, to kind of like go into. And I was just like, I don't think I'm interested. (laughs) I think I'm out. No, I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, When we went to Dinosaur Provincial Park earlier this year, Mm -hmm. uh, it was the same thing. Like the the Red Deer River runs through there, and yep. it was very fast and high at that that time and muddy. Right. Um, and you normally you could take in. a dip in there, but none of us did because of just the conditions of the river. And it was mm-hmm. like that was the one thing missing from the camping trip. Yeah. Because you know you're hot, you're dusty, and you're sleeping in a tent. And That's just it. You need somewhere to go and feel a little bit cleaner. Go cool yourself off. Go. Otherwise, you're just you're in a forest, just like I don't know enclosure at this point. I'm like, you need water to survive. It's odd. I okay, so I'm not alone. I no, mean, you I still went and yeah, we had a great time. But sometimes I will like drive past a campground where there's just not. It's like just a spot in a field, and I'm like. What are you doing out here? That confuses <laughs> me. Honestly, I saw that recently too when I was driving to Saskatchewan. You see some of these places and they're camping and there's nothing. It's just a spot of grass, and I'm like, it's, "What do you do? What are you doing here? Yeah. What, what do you do in that gate? What are you doing to?" It make... feels like part of the experience is it going totally, for a dip okay. somewhere. I I agree with you. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, am I a a snob by saying that like I just maybe a little but still I, it's a, I think it's an okay thing to be snobbish it doesn't about. even have to be a big it just one toe has to dip just something <laughs> needs to dip in water okay B-N-S in 20 minutes or less. front of the show Chris texted and said I've always wondered why people go to campgrounds in the middle of nowhere on the highway with no water or anything to do honestly it's like have you been banished there <laughs> When you see that, you're like, is this where you've been forced to live? Like, what is happening here? He thought it was maybe the people who didn't book a site early enough. But, yeah, I, I, yeah it's the same thing. It's like, I, I, maybe if you're traveling across the country and this is just the best place to stop. But There's always other options, though, that are close by. Unless, yeah, you're like that dead tired and like, we must stop right now. Right here. Or, or like, are you are you training for Coachella or something? You know, you're like, oh, I just got to really get this dusty, dirty 
vibe in my system, so I'm ready for Coachella. Chris is like, why bother at that point? Trailer camping in direct sunlight 100 meters from a four-lane highway. Honestly, Super relaxing. Like, yeah. That's where you want to spend your vacation? That's why. Like, is, is it army training? It's Coachella training. It's got to be training for something. It's not pleasant. We're going to talk about Spotify in just a second. We do have an X Morning's Spotify playlist. We do. Uh, it's not the easiest thing to find if you go looking for it, so I'll drop the, the link in the description here, but we update it. We curate it with uh, some songs that we feel you might like or that we've been talking about on the show recently. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. um, What have you been listening to lately, Shauna? Uh, here's the, the... This is random. It's brand new Lizzo, and I just heard it. Lizzo? It, yeah, Lizzo, man. Gotta toss some Lizzo How in am there. I supposed to love somebody else when you don't like It's bubbly. It's upbeat. It's is kind it of ever, a good summary term to is it, too. Is it ever bubbly? Yeah. Um, when I'm not at work, all I want to listen to these days is like folk country. That is all I'm listening to. It's, and it's not even by choice. It's just what I'm drawn to. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of hype around this kid, Zach Bryan, right now. I think he was here for Stampede. He was. Um, he's 26 years old. He used to be in the U.S. Navy, and now he's he's making music and this song like this the breakneck pace of this I'm all about remember when David dies 12 pipe the bow was are heavy for the road to the kids in the bike drunk off their ass screaming in an old bronco and I recall what she said that she wanted me dead there ain't no grave deep enough remember all the nights we had you said it ain't so bad yeah, I just can't That's get awesome. enough of that sound right now. It's, really digging it. It's funny. I am all over the place. Like, my playlist right now has Lizzo, and then I have Random Country, and I have Random Dance, and I'm like, what is happening? I don't know. It's it's summertime, though. It's just like you have different energies, you know? Yeah. It's sunny, and you're like, I want to hear this. I want to hear that. I want to hear all of it. Keep it fresh. Yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So I was listening to our X Morning Spotify playlist yesterday because we do have a Spotify playlist. We do. You and I have curated this playlist with some songs for your listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was looking to see what songs you had added. So I was skipping over my own songs because I've heard those songs. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have a Spotify premium account, and I ran out of skips. So you can only skip so many times if you don't have premium. Right. And then you have to just listen to the song. Mm. Um, and do you know what Spotify says when you go to skip to the next song, nope. but you're out of skips? They say... You discovered a Spotify premium feature. As if like... That's really funny. If that isn't the most diplomatic way of saying, screw you, pay us. Yep. Rather than saying you don't have access to this, you've discovered a premium feature. Well, this is exciting. Oh my God, that's funny. Like we're on a a fun little adventure together and I just made some great discovery. That's great. Wow. That's such a nice way of saying it. Oh, how much to get that? Yeah. Nine ninety nine a month or whatever it is. I don't that know. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way of saying it. That they is, should do that for everything that you have to pay extra for. Do that for everything or any bad news or anything. Yeah. You just want to, you know, like a judge handing down a sentence. How would you not like to pay rent for a couple of years? Oh, man. How does that sound? 
But just even <laughs> so, like everything on the internet, they should totally do that. Like you go to a porn website, you've discovered a oh, premium feature. You've discovered this. Give us your credit card number. <laughs> okay, you want to see that? Yeah, give us. That's what they're saying. But you're, that is a lovely way of saying it. Your family doctor. Well, the good news is, in the next little while, you're going to learn a lot about Lyme disease. <laughs> Knowledge is power. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My boyfriend and I are looking to buy tickets to a Jays game when I go home to Toronto next week. And uh, we we're looking at different seating options. And I gave Cliff, my boyfriend, a few options and said, you know, which one would you prefer? He was like, I don't care, babe. I'm not a seat snob. Oh. Oh, damn. Did he know what he was doing there? He, he didn't did know what he was doing him? there. No. Just came to him. And I was like, you know what? That is a very real thing. Seat snobs exist. They seat absolutely exist. Do. Yeah. You know, and I try not to be one. I, um, I don't want to overpay to see any event, for one. Nope. And the other thing is, I uh, like if someone's taking me, I'll never ask where the seats are. No. Nope. I think that's rude. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we deal with a certain type of seat snob sometimes where we'll give away free tickets, and people will complain about where the free <laughs> seats are. They're free. They're free. Like, you can't be picky. No. Okay? You really can't. There's a ton of types of seat snobs, and, man, I, I didn't even realize until Cliff said that. And I was like, oh. Oh, the press level. Might as well stay home. <laughs> oh, no, I don't do bleachers. I will only sit in a seat with back support. <laughs> I must be mezzanine level or lower, lest I be amongst the poor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to the show, too? No, I prefer to sit alone without the distracting chatter of low-life minions like yourself. <laughs> Is this event televised? I need a seat that's sure to appear on the broadcast. <laughs> oh, you're offering free tickets in the 200 levels? God, no. I only go to shows with an exclusive seating area with an approximate 89-degree viewing angle of the band where I will inevitably feel the spit of the lead singer upon my brow. <laughs> <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My brother is on a few months of paternity leave right now. Oh, that's awesome. He and his wife had a baby about a month ago, and he's just loving it. Like he's Okay, is she on maternity leave as well? Mm-hmm. So they're both able to go on yes that is fantastic I believe so yeah so he is just happy as a clam at home with his new baby and his wife and yeah. so off for a few months i think you know there are more and more men taking paternity leave all the time it seems mm-hmm. like even compared to when i had my kids like yep. five and seven years ago it seems like since then the rate of people taking mater- paternity leave has has increased yep um, totally and i think man take advantage of that benefit if it's available to you because when else do you get a break like that? Totally. In your working career. Yeah. If you have paternity leave and you can afford to do it, yeah. take it. Yeah, if it works for your family. Yeah. Like, but my son Bo was asking the other day, because he, he's on summer vacation right now, and he was asking like when it ends. I said, well, you got like six weeks left or so, because he, de- he doesn't really remember last summer vacation. Right. Um, and he's like, when when do you get a long break? And I was like, I don't. Never. If, if I die or get fired, then yes. I'll get a long break. But other than that, I'll be working... For the next 30 years, like hopefully, if I'm yeah. lucky, right? Yeah. If I'm lucky. So I said, yeah, once you start working, that's that's kind of it. You'll work straight through unless you change jobs or unless you get canned and mm-hmm. go a while without being able to find work, which sucks. And I mean, like our job is pretty easy. Yeah. I don't need a break. Like I don't feel like I'm burnt out or anything. The only thing that sucks is getting up so early. Yeah. That's rough. I don't sleep um, very well, so I find after a while that I, I'm like, okay, I need a break just to catch up on some sleep. Yeah. Like, you get to that point where you're like, I... I don't know when the last time I've had a full night's sleep is. Yeah. It's been a while. I know. I average like 
five hours a night and it catches up to you by the end of the week. Totally. But other than that, that, I mean, our job is on the lower end of the difficulty spectrum. Oh, yeah. And that's not the case for everybody. Some people go, some people work long hours and they work hard. And if if paternity leave is available to you and you get a chance to take it, and like we said, if it works with your situation, if it works with your family, Mm -hmm. do it. Do it. Do it while you can because when else are you going to get that break? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So Shake the Lake was just announced in Regina, Saskatchewan, which is a festival that they hold every year. Shake Um, the Lake. Shake the Lake. (laughs) Care to take a guess who's on the bill, Beckler? I know my hometown in Saskatoon has, is it Rock the River? Oh, yeah, Which it's is probably the same thing. Shake the Lake, Rock the River. Uh-huh. Are we talking newer bands or older bands? Older bands. Okay. We're well, talking that... about the, the staples, right? Because there's always, I find in Saskatchewan, there's these staple bands that play every single one of these festivals. And oh, yeah. just about every year they return and they play again and again and they're the same old bands. I and... bet I can guess. Okay. Um, Trooper? Yep. April Wine? Yes. Uh, Harlequin? Not Harlequin this time. Shocking. Okay. Prism? Only. Yep. Loverboy? Not Loverboy Lover on this one. Uh, who am I missing here from the staples? There's one of the top four that you're missing. One of the, you've nailed one of the headliners? <laughs> oh, my God. You shouldn't be able to guess, Isn't should that you? hilarious? Starship is the other one that uh, I was okay. thinking. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Starship's American. Then there's mm-hmm. Kick Axe. Okay. Uh, and Doug and the Slugs, which are special guests than this one. All uh, right. Very exciting. But that's hilarious. <laughs> April Wine. Trooper in prison. It's a great bill, man. Holy I would I would crap. get liquored up and I would go to that for sure. But absolutely, you, you're right. It is the same show every time, every year. Like, I've been to that show many times. Me the, too. A version of this mm-hmm. several times a year. <laughs> in fact, they pop up. I'm like, is Saskatchewan paying the bills for, th- for these <laughs> some, bands? Just like some years, there'll be a little bit of flair. There'll be like Tom Cochran and Red Rider. Oh, and, and that's like, oh, huge. Oh, 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 look at I, this. I was there for Tom Cochran. Where it was a big deal when he showed up. It was. Whoa, Tom Cochran is wicked live. Yes. He's one of those artists where you're like, oh, I know every song, and yep. I didn't realize I did. Mm-hmm. But that's the time actually where I got really sick and was throwing up in the porta potty, and oh, I had to go Tom early. Cochran. And Tom Cochran was playing, and you missed the cock. I missed the cock. Shoot. I did get to see April Wine and Trooper though, so woo! you should not be able to just guess who's going to be on a bill, right? No, like, no, that's honestly, that's really funny. I feel like these bands just like, okay, it's. We need a little extra cash. Let's go back to Saskatchewan, okay, and play those five staple festivals again. Make Terry's going to come. Good. He's going to get drunk. Yep. And he's going to have Spend a great a time. Spend a lot of money on beer and pay our bills for the next year. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was in Regina this past weekend, and uh, the Hells Angels, or a few of the Hells Angels, were staying at the same hotel as me. And they actually often stay at that hotel. I've seen them there before, but there were a ton of them this time. They were all wearing the Hells Angels jackets. and <laughs> They get a group rate? Yeah, I, they must. They must. Um, but they were headed to this, this big rally that happened in Toronto yesterday. I don't know if you saw this. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was a memorial for one of the prominent... HA members, I guess. Okay. So they did this big, uh, this big full-on, I guess, weekend things actually happening around there. But it's funny. I find, I kind of find the Hell's Angels fascinating. Oh yeah. Because like they were all wearing these Hell's Angels jackets. Mm-hmm. I was like, doesn't this put a bit of a target on your back from police? Just because there's still some criminal activity involved in that organization, or not? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know enough about the organization. Like about what they're up to in that no. sense, but I do know that, like the police, they have a like they have they have kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? They have a bit of a relationship, I think. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I I dated a girl for a while, and her dad was a retired RCMP homicide investigator, and he was at the time he was working as I don't know if you'd call him a consultant or a private contractor, but his job 
was to follow the Hells Angels around. Well, and that's what so, I mean. Like, yeah, I'm not sure if there is currently criminal activity, but uh, there's a, a history of it. And even with this rally that's happening in Toronto, you know, the, the Toronto police did say we have a lot of increased police presence. And they actually said just avoid the rally if you can. Okay. So Yeah, it was so, it was so interesting with this guy that I knew because, like, they would have a... You know that members of the, of the organization would go camping somewhere. They'd go, they have a meetup or a ride up to some town up north, and he would go with them. Yeah, and he would follow them and like knew them all by name. They knew him. They knew he was there. Crazy. Um, and it was just kind of like this understanding, like, hey, someone is here watching, and they're like, all right. And that's and that the was, thing. Yeah. Like I have this scared slash fascinated or fascinated relationship with them because I mean I passed a few Hell's Angels on the highway. And after doing that, I felt a little bit scared. I was like, I hope they don't get insulted by that, which is so dumb. They have no concern for me. They wouldn't be. But like, that's one side of how I view them when I see them on the highway. And then the other side is every time I see one, I just want to go and chat to them. I'm just like, I would love to know how you got into the Hells Angels, like what goes on. Hmm. I don't know. There's a guy on, um, I forget his name. He's on TikTok and he's a member of one chapter down south and he's very open with like oh, the whole process and stuff. His channel is very interesting. I but should watch that. Yeah, like I, I don't like I don't I don't think if you're if you're causing any if you're not causing trouble I don't think they no they have zero concern all, right? for me. So yeah, no, I but, I was like I wonder if they even talk to me like they probably would depending I on I suppose what member it is maybe but I mean I'm sure most of them are what, quite friendly. And what you can say and can't say, yeah, I I honestly have no idea. It's but, just so fascinating. Yeah, I'll try to find that TikTok account. For Please you, do. Yeah, the guy had a ton of followers because you're not the only person that's interested in that organization and what they're up to so yeah want to know yeah. more bns in 20 minutes or less not sure if you saw this beckler but brad pitt was wearing a skirt recently no okay so he was at the premiere of a new film he's in i think it's called bullet train or something but he wore this linen skirt to the premiere and i have to admit when i when i first saw this i was like why like why are you wearing a skirt it kind of it looked a little weird i was like you're trying to make a statement like i don't know why you're wearing a skirt and then as i kept passing by this image, I started to actually kind of like it. I was looking and I was like, you know what? I actually don't mind him in this skirt. And I don't know if it's just because it's Brad Pitt and he can pull everything off, but I actually realized, I was like, but I love men in kilts. Okay. You know, yeah, like yeah. If, if I go to a wedding and I see guys in the traditional Scottish attire and I see, like, I love it. I think it looks great. This is an interesting look in general for Brad Pitt. I just looked it up. Yeah, it's, the skirt is just one part of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a full linen suit thing going on here. Yeah, he's got the big combat boots on. His legs yep. are exposed. Yeah, it's an interesting look. But I actually, I honestly don't mind it, and I, I don't know what it is. I was like, I think I'm coming along with men in in skirts. I think that it should happen. Well, you see it more often. I mean, like Harry Styles wears dresses all the time. Yeah, Kurt Cobain was wearing dresses. Back when we were just little. It's true, actually. Yeah. He was way ahead of his time in that sense. And I've never really come around to the look until just recently. And I honestly am like, I would be cool if guys started wearing more skirts. I think that it's a cool look. And really, would, why not? It would have to become a lot more acceptable for me to wear a skirt, mm. I think, just because I am I am not a fashion trailblazer. Yeah, right. So it'd have to be like pretty widely totally. adopted before I'd be like, yeah, I'll join this one. But I mean, even um, men wearing more kilts, why not? Yeah, that's cool. It's a it's a sweet look. You know, even with how hot it's been, yeah, I'm like I'm, 
Look at how guys in Saudi Arabia dress with those long white, I don't know what totally. they're called, but the long white dresses. And I'm like, I could go for one of those right now. Honestly. How hot it's been out there. It's smart. And it gives you definitely more airflow down there, which yeah. is obviously important. But I honestly think it should happen more. Toss one of those on me. Nothing yep. underneath. I'll just walk around with my hands behind my back. That sounds like a pretty good life. Yeah. I mean, you you just have to be careful because, I mean, you wouldn't be accustomed to this, but you're, it could blow up. Could so blow up. So you just want to make sure if you're wearing under th- anything Everyone underneath, my- that's... Piss weasel. Yeah, every, everyone would see your schmackle. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.